Welcome to the Rise to the Challenge podcast. I'm your host, Alex Burkett. Thank you for joining me this week. Today we have Michael Gunning, who is a professional athlete as an inspiring Olympic swimmer, a TV personality, a motivational speaker, and an international ambassador. He comes on the show to talk about his journey and how the things he do makes a big impact in his life and how he has gone through that personal journey to find who he is and to, for him to rise to the challenge. Each week we have our quick fire challenge. And this week our quick fire challenge is if you want to fly, give up everything that weighs you down. And when we, what we mean about this quote is if you have something that you're passionate about and something that you want, you got to get everything that weighs you down and makes it harder for you to accomplish it away from you. You got to let it go because you can do anything that you put your mind to. So I want you this week to think about what are you wanting to accomplish or what do you want to accomplish in the next month? What are those challenges or what's those weights that are holding you down from doing it? Is it maybe self-confidence? Is it maybe the situation that you're going through? But think about what are things that you can let go for you to be able to accomplish that. Remember, if you're new to the podcast, you can follow us on all major podcast platforms. So sit back and relax and enjoy the Rise to the Challenge of Michael Gunning. Welcome back to the show. Joining me today, he's a TV presenter, motivational speaker, and an Olympic swimmer. It's Michael Gunning. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Well, thank you for this opportunity to learn more about you. Um, doing the research, I've been looking into your story, and it's just inspiring what you've been able to use your platform as an Olympic swimmer to be able to spread a positive message to everyone in the world. And I just wanted to take the opportunity to learn more about you. So oh, on cool. the show, we take the guests through each experience and how they rise to the challenge based on the title. So first thing I want to talk about is growing up, what were you involved in? Yeah, I mean, I'd done lots of different sports when I was younger. Um, you know, I did. I was a very active person. I loved to kind of get myself out there and try everything. Um, but I was definitely into swimming, like from, you know, the age of four, my mum my mum and dad kind of threw me in the pool just to be able to learn to swim so when I went on holiday I could obviously be water safety and um yeah like I just obviously went through swimming through the stages and um slowly as I got older different sports started to stop like football and all like the high contact sports and then I finished off on swimming so it's good it's been a good journey did you know that swimming was going to be that sport that you were going to take long term or was it just you're going to feel each sport out? Yeah, I think for me, it was all just about safety. You know, my mom and dad can't swim, so they just really wanted me to swim. And because of that, you know, I never thought I'd ever kind of go on to achieve what I've achieved now and go into obviously world championships. And um, I feel very lucky. And it's all because obviously they wanted me to swim. So it's amazing. Did you have any motivations or inspirations swimming? Like, did you look up to someone um, during the process? Yeah, um, 
you know, a lot of my friends kind of growing up and I had a lot of role models, you know, whether they were my best friend that was swimming and was doing really well or whether it was, you know, an Olympic gold medalist. Um, and for me, like, I kind of got to know Rebecca Adlington. Um, you know, she won two gold medals in Beijing in, in her event and got two bronzes in London 2012 as well. So for me, it's been amazing to obviously have her as my friend and she inspires me every day to this very point. So, yeah, she's definitely been one of the biggest inspirations to me. I saw a video on your YouTube with her in it and it was kind of mm. like just seeing that bond you guys have is just inspiring to people that you're able to look up to her and she's being able to be that inspiration for you. Yeah. When you were doing those videos, how are you worried about like things that are being said, like funny things or it's more about the you just want to share things to your viewers? Yeah, I think, you know, kind of growing up and obviously when I first started it, I was worried about what people would say and the comments that I would get. Um, but I think, you know, now, you know, I love giving back to people. I love making people smile, inspiring people, just, you know, showing people a little part of my life because, you know, I've been so lucky. Like, obviously, I've had the journey that I have and I've been able to be myself. So I do love to obviously inspire and if I can, you know, use that platform to obviously with my YouTube, with my Instagram, then I'm really proud to do that. So, yeah. I think with social media nowadays, it's everyone's worried about what are people going to say about us. And I always look at it as, well, okay, you say that about me, but that's not going to stop me for what I'm doing. If I get a negative comment, you're just pushing me to work harder and show you that this is who I am as a person. And if you don't respect that, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. Do you, yeah, play, do you feel that as being an Olympic athlete that you're out there to prove something to these people that maybe have those not positive comments. Yeah, you know, obviously like a lot of people do look up to athletes and like, you know, the word celebrity. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I've been, I feel like obviously from a young age, I've just been doing the sport I love and to obviously propel into that world stage and obviously be representing my country at the highest level. Um, I'm just so proud and obviously I just do what I can and be as positive as I can through those different platforms to, yes, yeah, just allow people to be themselves. So learning more about you, you talked about you have dual citizenship with Jamaica and the United Kingdom. What were some things that you brought to your life that come from Jamaica and the United Kingdom, like the culture or things that you do? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I mean, you know, I was born in the UK. Um, my dad's Jamaican and my mum's British. Um, so, you know, I go to Jamaica and the holidays and seeing family, could I see my family out there. But, you know, most of my life has been based in the UK. Um, so, you know, I'm very much British. Um, but at the same time, it's great to obviously have that family connection and just, you know, sport means so much to Jamaicans. Um, especially, you know, the sports that, you know, aren't athletics. Athletics mm -hmm. is so big. So it's just really refreshing to have different athletes on the team and, you know, representing Jamaica, um, you know, that isn't athletic. So it's just amazing. And, like, the support I've got is just so inspiring. So, um, yeah, I'm so proud to be Jamaican as well as British. So talk about the process when you're representing, since you had both countries, how did you know what country you wanted to represent at the time? Yeah, I think, you know, growing up, you know, I made my first GB team when I was younger and it didn't even cross my mind to represent Jamaica, obviously because I was born in England. Um, yeah, I was really proud of Britain and obviously all the teams I made. Um, you know, I went to the European Open Water Championships, which were an amazing experience. Um, I think kind of the more, the older I got, like my 
aim and ambition is to inspire as many people as I possibly could. Um, and, you know, I could do that with Jamaica or Britain. Um, and so when, you know, obviously Jamaica asked me to swim for them and kind of fly the flag for Jamaica, um, I felt like I'd done my time with GB. I was so proud of the achievements I had. And, yeah, it's kind of my time to inspire Jamaica now and obviously as many people as I can in the world. When you were growing up, was there like a dream job that you wanted or was that going to be swimming no matter what? Yeah, I wanted to be a primary school teacher. Um, I just wanted to give back. You know, I love my school years. Um, so like that now I'm kind of obviously divulging into children's presenting and I'm still very much, you know, in love with the passion of working with kids. So that's still, yeah, it's been the same all this time. <laughs> So when you're training for World Championships, Olympics, talk about that process. What does a typical day look like for you? Yeah, you know, most athletes will say the same. It's a very big commitment. Um, you know, I'm in the pool 27 hours a week. Um, so my body probably looks like a prude <laughs> when I'm normally in the water that long. Um, but yeah, I wake up at six. I'm at the pool for seven. We do like half an hour to 45 minutes of, you know, activation work before we get in the pool. So I normally get in the pool at half seven um, and I don't get out of the pool until 10 a.m. We have an hour's gym. Few days, few hours off in the middle of the day, and then I'm back again at three thirty to kind of do it all again in the evening. <laughs> I would probably be like done after like the first two hours, and I, I mean, <laughs> you guys have been doing this every day, and I'm thinking, whew, I'm like, I go out for like an hour run, and I'm already exhausted. <laughs> it's just the routine, you know. Like when I really think about it, it, it does seem crazy. Um, but obviously, because the rest of the world are also in the pool that long, you know, you need to kind of keep that level. You need to obviously be the best in the world. And um, yeah, it's just routine now. You don't even think it. We just do it. <laughs> when you're at an event and you're about to swim, what's your mindset? How do you stay focused at the task at hand? Yeah, I do suffer with my nerves quite a lot. Um, just because I put so much pressure on myself, it's not necessarily obviously the country or people putting pressure on me, it's just the pressure I put on myself. Um, but you know, I just think about all the training I put in and the confidence that it's brought me. And I try to go into this of my own competitive bubble of, you know, I started swimming because I loved it. And um, yeah, I'm just going to obviously try and do the best I can because this is what I love. When you got to the Olympics, what was that feeling like? Like, what was your mind going? through at that time yeah I mean you know kind of the first obviously like every Olympic trials it's so like the pressure is on to you know obviously qualify for the Olympics um, and I actually just missed it with GB um, so this summer would actually have been my first Olympics um, so I haven't actually been to an Olympic Games yet um, okay. you know despite um, qualify like the qualifying period already um, so hopefully I'll make that next year and I'll kind of be one of the first Jamaicans, yeah, to to do that, to fly that flag for uh, Jamaica in swimming. So it'd be amazing. Is there any accomplishments that you've had so far that you've been so proud of with swimming? Um, yeah. So when my very first GB team um, back in, I think it was 2011, um, I went to the European Youth Olympic, uh, yeah, European Youth Olympics, and in open water. And I actually got hypothermia um, and I didn't actually complete the 10K race. Um, and I remember thinking, I'm never going to swim open water again. I never want to do this again. Um, and it was just a massive disappointment for me. Um, but it was actually two weeks later where I swam at another international meet, um, the, great, the Great East Swim. 
um, and I actually won gold. I did, I did get in again. I did do it again, and um, I won gold in that meet. So I think for me, you know, for me, I never want to give up. I know that no one should ever give up because, um, you know, to do the things that I've done to come from being in hospital to winning the gold medal is just there's no greater feeling. <laughs> what are the things that you've learned about yourself through swimming and how you use that in your daily life? Yeah, I mean, swimming is such a good way to you know, help you help your mental health, help you forget about all your troubles in your life. And, you know, when you're in the pool, all you're thinking about is, you know, moving your body, the way you're moving the body through the water and the quickest way you can get to the other side. And so for me, it was a really good kind of relax to get in the pool, you know, obviously as much as, as hard as we were training. Um, it was just nice to kind of escape from the real world. Um, but yeah, I think since coming out, swimming gave me the confidence to come out as gay in sport. And um, I think that's just obviously changed the way I am because it, my performance has just kind of rocketed up. And yeah, I'm so proud of that. And I think swimming helped me be that person that I am today. How many more years do you think you have in you to be a swimmer? Or how long does a typical swimmer like last usually? Yeah. Well, I'm 26 now, um, and they usually say, like, a guy's peak age is 26, 27. Um, you know, and I would have said, oh, I don't have many years left, but obviously Michael Phelps, he went to the Olympics and um, done amazing at the age of 30. So, yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I think some people look at age as just a number. Like, it's all about the person inside and what they're able to push themselves towards. And I know in my career, um, people look at me as the young person, and then when I'm around doing all these accomplishments with people who are like double my age, it's kind of like I'm kind of proving them that there's a new person in town in a way. They kind of say it. And so definitely with you saying that 26 is that peak age, but it's all about like your fitness and how you're able to do when you're in the pool. And I know during this time, it's like you don't have the opportunity to, but are you doing any training like with workouts and stuff during this time or has the pandemic been able to put it or has been putting this on a halt? Yeah, no, training is still going on twice a day, every day. Um, obviously Zoom is amazing and I've been, you know, touching in with my group and my teammates and we've been doing different home workouts and everything. So um, yeah, it's, it's obviously still very going. Um, I did have like a few days off obviously when we first went into isolation and everything mm -hmm. um but yeah but it's all it's all going carrying on as normal <laughs> you talked about uh swimming was able to bring something out of you as a person talk about after the summer of 2018 when you went on that show and how it grew you as a person yeah no so i went on a show called the by life um it was on channel e and you know, for me, I'd never really been dating. I'd never kind of got myself out there. I was, you know, very much in denial about my sexuality. Um, and I think, you know, part of that was because I never explored. I never went on any dates. You know, I've, I've never been in a relationship. Um, so for me, you know, Courtney Act, who is an amazing drag queen, um, who, yeah, just asked me whether I wanted to come on a show like this to show people that it's okay to explore your sexuality. Um, and you know go on dates with different people and just talk about that experience you know it wasn't a competition it was a totally friendly show um, and yeah I went on I was totally myself I went on some dates and it was just nice to come out you know as gay on the show um, obviously so many people do 
you know, think, oh, the bi life, like, how can you go on and obviously come out as gay? But, you know, the whole point of the show was to be your authentic self and just go through that experience. Um, and it was so nice because it was, you know, the UK's first LGBT dating show. And obviously to be a part of that is was just amazing. At the time before the show, what was your confidence level like? you know that the show is being taped and so it's going to be a while until it's put out on air so yeah what was the mindset going when you were during the taping like how were you worried like people were going to have those negative comments but you were going to be able to say this is who i am as a person if they respect if they don't respect it it's like hey i can't do anything about it because you know the people that are your friends and your family they're going to be there to support you no matter what yeah no i think you know obviously it is hard to go on a television show and and kind of forget that you're on television Mm -hmm. um but for me i was just totally myself i tried to forget that the cameras were there and you know i was kind of friends with all the crew members as well like you know i felt so comfortable being there with you know a smaller group of people and um you know i've never went to i went to uni but i never stayed in halls so for me it was kind of like a halls experience of all sleeping kind of in the same room and it was so much fun um, and it was just so nice. And I think the only point I started to get worried was obviously when the kind of date was set of the show and I was kind of thinking and overthinking about what people would say. Um, but yeah, the response was absolutely phenomenal. And I, we all kind of watched the show every week and we was all together. And, you know, the amazing comments that were coming in were, yeah, mind blowing. And I was so, so happy with kind of how, how I was portrayed. It was totally me. And um, yeah, I'm very proud of that. When you were watching the show, what was, talk about the positive messages that you were getting from being on the show. Yeah, I think obviously, you know, being Jamaican and obviously being with that dual heritage, um, had lots of people from all over the world actually just, uh, you know, asking me for advice of how they should come out. Um, you know, uh, the different challenges that they faced as well with obviously their parents. Um, obviously in Jamaica, it is illegal to be, to be, not to be gay, but to show affection for the same gender. Um, so, you know, so many people out in Jamaica can't come out and don't feel that they can come out. So I think they just kind of use me as a tool to tell someone and to open up about that. Um, so, yeah, that was really nice. And obviously I could just offer my advice and support wherever I could. With your platform being a high-tier athlete, was it easy for you to be able to spread awareness and showcase the positivity that you've gone through with the lgbtq community yeah no definitely um and i think for me i didn't really know the effect it had until i went to the world championships that following year um, because so many people were asking me for photos you know different younger athletes older athletes um and i was like you know i haven't won any medals um you know (laughs) any high me so it's nice that you're asking me for my photo and wanting to know me but they said oh we watched you on that show I was like, you know, I can't believe how many people I actually touched and, you know, reached out to. So it's amazing. It's always interesting to see, like, what a small impact can do to someone's life. Um, Doing these interviews with people, it's kind of fun to learn how they think that this little impact that they've done or something that they didn't think would make a big deal out of has now blown. And they're, like, proud that they were able to do that. Would you say that you had no regrets and you were happy that you were able to do that show? 
No, definitely. I have no regrets. Um, you know, I was totally myself and, you know, being myself and being able to be as open and honest as I was has just, yeah, given me bundles of confidence. And, you know, there's still people that out there that are going to say negative comments about my swimming or about my sexuality, but the people that matter most and the people that kind of give you that love every day, like that's who I done it for. So as well as myself, obviously. So it's amazing. For someone that's listening to this interview that's still maybe struggling with the process of coming out, what what tips or advice would you give that person to be able to find that confidence and be able to share it to everyone? Yeah, I think, you know, every every person goes through their own journey. And, you know, as much as so many people are saying, you know, come out and tell people, you know, that person has got to be totally comfortable to come out in their own time. Uh, and for me, that was obviously at the age of 22. So, yeah, like I obviously spoke to my family before I went on the show and before I told everyone that, you know, my attraction to the different genders. And, you know, it's everyone, it's, it should happen in their own time. Mm-hmm. You know, don't force anything, don't rush anything, be totally comfortable with it first. And then, yeah, tell who you who you love most first. You mentioned that you're a TV presenter and a children's presenter. Talk about the different roles you've had and how much that has been a huge experience for you. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm a very happy and bubbly person. Um, so obviously, I've loved working with kids at different kind of events. Um, I've done so many amazing chats as well and speeches, which... You know, I've done a chat at Twitter and Facebook, which were amazing, um, and Google as well. So I've kind of been all over kind of sharing my story and giving people as much inspiration as I can. But I think for me, you know, kind of going on that show, being behind the camera, I did love that. Um, so obviously to do that with kids, yeah, it's amazing. And I'm kind of doing the thing that I've always wanted to do, you know, not a children's teacher, but just, you know, helping children and entertaining children. And it's just nice to see that yeah the result of me being that happy person and seeing the smile on their face it's kind of like a full circle where you wanted to be that teacher and you kind of went in a different path but at the end of the day you end up going back to what you originally (laughs) wanted did you kind of realize that children's presenting and getting that interaction with them was what you were going to end up being able to do at this time Definitely not, no. Um, obviously, you know, I'm still swimming and still obviously aiming for the Olympics next year. So I thought I wouldn't really have time, obviously, to portray a role, role of a teacher. Um, so the fact that obviously I can give back and it's not an awful lot. I do hope that obviously when I stop swimming, I can go into like a more heavier role um, in that entertainment industry. But um, yeah, just I never really thought I'd be where I am today. So I'm very, very proud of that. Have you been given the opportunity to go on any shows that you've been wanting or were a big fan of, or it's kind of like, eh, I gotta be careful what I do? Um, I So I have an amazing agent, um, so she kind of facilitates all of that, but um, she, she's been asked, so like, you know, lots of different shows, um, obviously like celebrity shows, which I would never class myself as celebrity anyway. So <laughs> just the fact that I've been asked for some of those is amazing. Um, but obviously, you know, with the hard training of swimming, I'm in the pool so many hours a week and there's no way I could, you know, go away for even two weeks to do another mm-hmm. show. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to pick up some of that when I finish my swimming career. But um, yeah, I've had to say no to quite a lot of things, which has been a shame, but yeah, it comes back around, I'm sure. <laughs> if say that your schedule was able to 
be able to go on a show. What show would have been that one you wanted to be on? Um, so here in the UK, they have a show called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Um, yeah. And Becky went on that one year, which was amazing to see. And um, yeah, I was so proud of her. And kind of since she's been out, she's obviously told me everything that she's learned and you know the amazing experience that she did have. Um, so I think because I've kind of experienced that firsthand from her, I think I'd love to go on a show like that. Um, yeah, just to experience what she did. <laughs> I, you mentioned Courtney Act was someone that was the host of that show. And I remember I'm a huge Big Brother fan. And okay. I, when that show ended, I was like, oh, no. I mean, I would get like every day, I'm like, oh, I got to watch it this time on YouTube <laughs> and everything. That was the one show that I wish I was on. Like, just yeah. your guys' version. Because the here in the States, it's a definitely a different version. And I think you, your guys', is, it's like the passion that your fans have. And I'm a celebrity to get me out of here. I think we had a version of that, and it didn't last. But I think okay. it's these other countries. It's like, we kind of look at that show as Survivor for us. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I mean, I can't live in the jungle. <laughs> I mean, if I went camping, I'm like, uh, can I have an RV or a camper, please? Like, I just need that because I'm like, bugs, it's not for me. I yeah. mean, are you able to do all that with, like, living in the jungle and living that lifestyle for a few weeks? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think, you know, being an athlete, I love challenges and I'd love a challenge. Um, and I think the biggest challenge, to be honest, would be the food. I eat so much food being a swimmer. <laughs> Um, so I don't know how I'd survive on you know rice and beans if the guys didn't bring back the, the food and the, the stars. Um, so yeah, like I'm not sure how I'd cope, but um, I'd love to find out. <laughs> hey, you never know. You might get that opportunity. Never yeah. say never in this world. So what does the future look like for you? Like, what are your goals? What do you want to accomplish in the next few years or long term? Yeah. I'd love to obviously keep inspiring as many people as I can. So whether that's continuing to share my story, um, obviously being on, you know, more TV or, um, yeah, just having that bigger platform to share and, you know, tell people that it's okay to, you know, to be black, to be a swimmer, to come out as gay or whatever sexuality you are, just to kind of share that, um, yeah, that with the world. Um, but obviously for me, the next kind of aim is the Olympics next year. Um, fingers crossed it goes ahead as yes. planned this year. Um, but yeah, obviously I've trained for the past four years for that. So I'd love to, yeah, hopefully make my, one of my dreams come true next year. We all need the Olympics. I mean, when I heard that they were uh, making it next year, I'm like, no, this is like something yeah. we all work for. <laughs> but now if you make it, I'm going to be like, I know that guy. I'm going to cheer for him. <laughs> hopefully... Hopefully you get that gold medal. Let's hope. <laughs> For someone that's going into the athletic industry, becoming a swimmer, what are tips and advice would you give someone going through that? Yeah. Um, you know, just keep, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't, you know, force yourself to think a certain way. You know, just enjoy it. And with enjoyment comes success. Um, obviously, you've got to train hard. Obviously, you know, it is a very big commitment. But... Um, yeah, never do something if you're not entirely happy with it. And you know, if you're not, then try and change something up. Try and maybe do another sport or try a different stroke in swimming. Um, you know, never do something because you have to. Do it because mm -hmm. you want to and you love to. I think nowadays people need to experiment in a way, like reach out into different areas and find what are you passionate about. 
I know I'm uh, sports management. That was, sports has like been something I wanted to do, but I knew that the path that I wanted to go in wasn't what I wanted to do. So I learned how to do event planning, marketing, um, social media marketing, all that stuff. And it's kind of like I found a new passion for me. I do charity events, I put them on, I work with charities all the time, and it's just been an, an enjoyable experience for me. So hearing that, find what you're comfortable with, find what your interests are, it's definitely someone can learn from your experience. The final question we have all of our guests talk about is, based on the title, it's called Rise to the Challenge. What, what tips or advice would you give someone that's listening to rise to their challenge, to overcome all obstacles, to reach to their goals? Yeah, I think confidence is a massive thing with obviously rising to the challenge. Um, but I think, you know, every step you do, whether it's little steps, big steps, um, you know, for me, when I was younger, I'd always dreamed to go to the Olympics, but I never really believed it. And obviously it's only until now that I'm in touching distance that I actually do believe it and I want it more than ever. Um, so, you know, I tell everyone to just set dreams, you know, challenge yourself set those challenging goals that you can you know one day hopefully reach um you know one dream is never too small <laughs> well michael thank you so much for taking this opportunity to share your rise to the challenge i've definitely learned a lot about your story and i can't wait to see you in the olympics i mean i think you're gonna get there you're going to get there thank you a little bit more hard work left yeah yeah <laughs> You might have to go back and swim in the 10 kilometers or all that to <laughs> push yourself now. Oh, no. Thank you so much for having me on. Tune in next time to hear my next guest talk about their Rise to the Challenge. Remember, you can follow and subscribe on all major podcast platforms. And remember to like and share on all of our social media. We have an Instagram and a Facebook page. Remember, everyone has a story and how you rise the challenge, you decide. And we're always here to help you in any way to help you rise to your challenge. Have a great day, everyone.